Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And howdy. <laughs> and welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe the aliens. I am your lead investigator for today, Kevin the Grey. Have we ever explained why they call me Kevin the Grey? don't think we have. And if I'm correct, it's when we went to... I think we should just keep it as a mystery, like the Joker's origin. Thing me. And <laughs> it ended up becoming Fuck Christmas. Oh, God. I think that was the origin of Kevin the Grey. Ugh. <laughs> Fuck Christmas. Yeah, I think we should make different origins every time. I'm down with that. So, for example, I'm an alien wizard. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just know. You were birthed from one grey pube. <laughs> uh, you may have noticed by this point that I have someone else with me. That would be my trusty co-host, Granville Moonwalker. You have... are a favourite amongst men with grey beards. I've really started something here, haven't <laughs> yes, I? Yes, you have. Have we ever explained why you're called Moonwalker? We're not going to. We're going to leave it <laughs> as it is. You may... No one will ever know. You may or may not have introduced Michael Jackson to Neil Armstrong at a party. Didn't do that. At a party, you once walked across 16 people's asses, all in a line. <laughs> oh, God. During the Clone Wars, you what moved in 8080. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm good with mine. Mine, <laughs> mine sound pretty cool. Because I'm nicer than you, you asshole. <laughs> Anywho, on this show, we investigate alien reports throughout history. Sometimes we go back in time, sometimes we go forward in time, but you wouldn't have heard that yet. If you listen next Thursday, you'll hear us travelling forwards in time. We investigate these alien reports to ascertain what really went down and decide whether it really was aliens or whether there is some other explanation. Today, what we can do right here is go back. Way back. Back in the time. Now, baby, now, baby, now, baby. I wasn't sure if I could get you to do that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Villas Boas. Uh, as in... Ex-shit football team Tottenham Hotspur, Villas Boas. Aha. Villas Boas did not use to manage football teams, for his first name was Antonio. Antonio actually lived between 1934 and 1991, and our story focuses upon his time in São Francisco de Sales, Brazil. Antonio was a farmer. He had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on that farm, he had a sheep. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh. E-I-E-I-O. At the age of 23, Antonio... <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to carry it on in the melody of Old MacDonald. <laughs> Antonio was working at night to avoid the steamy hot temperature... <laughs> Of the Brazilian day. Ten nights prior to our main event, Antonio and his brother reported seeing a strange white light in the sky. Who did they report it to? Each other. <laughs> and their family. As Antonio looked at it through his window, it began moving toward him. And so Antonio and his brother hid. Clever. Um... Admittedly, that's the first thing you'd... Well... <laughs> it's the first thing know. you'd do. 
I was going to say, or leg it, but if you leg it, it can still see you and chase you. And so, you're inside, aren't you? Where are you going to yeah. leg it to? The farm. Hide amongst <laughs> the animals. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was good. Ah, so, they saw this at night. What time of year was it? Do you know, I can't actually remember, and I know I looked at that. Because if it's... <laughs> it's in the summery kind of time, I believe. Okay. Yeah, you could be working long nights. I would just question why you would be working on the farm at night. I'm sure I mentioned that. But then if you're just cleaning up or something like that. Oh, no, you did. Working at night yeah. to avoid the steamy hot temperature of the day. Exactly. Smart. I do apologise. So you should. <laughs> so sincere. <laughs> Nine days later, Antonio was out in the fields with his brother again. They noticed the white light again. Antonio moved towards the light, but every time he began getting close, the light moved whoa, away. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the first time the light heads towards you, you hide like a little bitch. Yeah. And then when you're outside and there's... I was about to say more than one of you, but there was more than one of them before... They start moving towards it? Yeah. Why? Like, the first time you see a dog, you might be scared, but the next time you'll feel a little bit brave. You're like, oh, it's that dog. Yeah, maybe I'll try and stroke it. No, I'm not, I'm not having it. The first time you go on a roller coaster, you might shit your pants, but next time you're coming up to it, not you're feeling it. a little bit braver. It's quite natural human behaviour. How are you not having it? <laughs> Don't believe it. If you're not believing it at this point, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> After about 10 minutes, Antonio gave up and returned to his brother. And then it happened. On October 16th, 1957, Antonio was out alone, ploughing the fields, when he saw a red star in the night sky. That would not be the only ploughing taking place <laughs> this evening. <laughs> uh, also, when he saw the star in the sky and was moving towards it and it was moving away. You're really fixated on that, aren't you? You do realise it was probably the same distance it was the whole time. It didn't move further away. It didn't get closer. He moved forward and he just wasn't getting closer to it because it's in the sky. Maybe it wasn't a star and it was a ship. It was a star. So we've got two witnesses. These two Villas Boas brothers. Yep. So did you name his brother? No. So he's just called Bro. Is his brother Bro? Andre. No. Okay. Two witnesses. And it's not the only thing that would be ploughed. <laughs> he didn't go after the animals, did he? <laughs> Why would your mind go there? Because he can't plough the Red Star. Did he plough his brother? Oh my god. Did his brother plough him? Antonio his... watched on. I, I was just about to say, I don't see him being very trustworthy at the moment, so... Uh, I haven't even called I'm, him that. I'm going... This is your case, so it just pops into my head naturally. I can't help the people in the cases that I cover. I have no influence on them. So I'm going for natural things that could be explained now. As you said, there was ploughing taking place. Okay, we'll explain this bitch. Antonio watched on as the red star grew larger and larger in the night sky, realising that the star was approaching him. As it neared Antonio, moving incredibly fast, Antonio realised it was not a star at all, but an egg-shaped aerial craft. A freaking UFO. And he stood there? 
we'll, stood there we'll, watching it come or watching it come closer or was it that quick that he didn't have the ability to turn and run like he should have so we'll cover that momentarily okay was he paralyzed on the spot by fear well not at this point he's just seen it in the night sky and realized it's coming closer okay. so he's about to react however he reacts the craft had a light at the front and a rotating dome on its top. The craft continued its descent, landing in the field by Antonio. The craft extended three legs from its base to land. It was at this point that Antonio fucking legged it. Well, I say legged it. He first attempted to escape on his tractor. Um, Machines well known for their speed. However, it would probably be faster than what he could run. So... Depends on the type of tractor. I'm going to say clever boy for now. Remember, this was 1957. Mm-hmm. He might have had a gimp leg. <laughs> What's a gimp leg? Just a dodgy It dresses leg. up in a black suit and ties an <laughs> apple round its knee. <laughs> uh, one leg longer than the other or from an old injury. Yeah, yeah, a dud Doesn't, leg, yeah. Yeah, gimp leg. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a nipple chain. Unfortunately, no sooner did the tractor begin to move that its lights and engine cut out. Antonio therefore got off and pegged it on foot. Antonio later explained that the craft moved so quickly that it had already reached him before he even had time to consider running. As Antonio did run, he was stopped by a 5 foot tall or 1.5 meter tall humanoid. The figure was wearing a boiler suit and a helmet. Its eyes were small and blue and instead of speaking it was making barking noises to communicate. Three other figures suddenly joined the first humanoid and together they dragged Antonio onto a retracting ladder and up inside their craft. So they didn't ask him to go go with them? They might have. They just went... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then grabbed him. <laughs> it wasn't until it was mentioned in this probe, but mm-hmm. the tractor cut out. Yep. The lights in the engine. Yep. They're not electronically controlled. We've had cars. Yeah, like that's what I mean. It, I don't know why it's only just dawned on me. Cars nowadays... They have where, electronics, but everything cuts out. But if you were to start a car up... Yeah. I suppose... It's similar to starting a tractor up. You turn the key. Yeah, but it's going off of petrol. There's no other electrics. It should just run. And But then I don't know how, unless... Tractors still have, like, speedos and dashboards and whatnot. Yeah, that can all cut out, but the engine should still be going, is what I'm saying. But so you're saying every probe we've had where the engine cuts out... I'm now questioning. Happen. But that's controlled by an electronic system, isn't it? No. It is in a car. To an extent. When it hits, Not necessarily so, in a boat, depending on the type of boat. Because sometimes so, you get ones where you just literally have a motor on the back, don't you? The only but. thing I can think of is if the alternator cuts out, then the car would stop or cut out on an old one. Unless they're literally cutting the alternator. I think the idea is that whatever type of interference this is cuts anything. It's just baffled me. That's <laughs> all, and I have no idea why it's only it's taken this long. Because it's my probe rather than your (laughs) probe, which is where most of the cars have cut out in. That's why. (laughs) 
Could it be? Okay. So, boiler suit and helmet. Yes. Do you know what I think of when you say boiler suit and helmet? Your Friday night? Sundays. Um, I don't know what they're called, which is really annoying. Aliens. But it's from Doctor Who. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I picture those. Yeah, I don't really watch Doctor Who. Do Neither do I. Know what they're called, but I've seen them. But I know what you're talking about. That's why I didn't know what they were called. <laughs> what I liked about this little bit is that rather than a tractor beam, they use a ladder. Yeah. Wasn't a ramp coming down? No, it's just... Do you reckon they climb down Just like a helicopter. Step? They throw a ladder down, hold on to it, or pull did the they ladder back up. Let go and slide down. <laughs> I thought there was one bit you were going to question, but you didn't. Was it the barking noises? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you accepted that happily. But then it's a language. You, you don't know what kind of sounds they're going to make, so you kind of have to accept it. Fair dues. Antonio recounted a detailed description. The suits were made of soft, thick, unevenly striped material. The garment reached to their necks, joined to a helmet made of a grey material that looks stiff. <laughs> the helmets covered everything except for their light blue eyes. The helmets were tall, suggesting the heads would double the size of what a human head would be. Probably. There was something hidden under those helmets. You know? <laughs> you know? What? A head? <laughs> uh, so their eyes... Yeah, I suppose you wear helmets and your eyes can be seen. So that's... I'll, I'll run with that. He's alright for now. <laughs> He's alright for now. <laughs> Antonio said that there were three garden hose-like tubes coming from the middle of their heads. He goes on to describe them further in mind-boggling detail. One quirk he noticed is that the aliens couldn't touch the palm of their hands with their fingers. Their fingers wouldn't bend. They couldn't grip anything properly. What if they didn't need to? How so? In terms of, I don't know, their fingers were a like suction they had sticky Pads. palms. Yeah. They literally <laughs> Spider-Man stole. <laughs> that would help it when they're jacking it. <laughs> but then if their fingers just... couldn't bend, they couldn't point. Well, they could, couldn't they? They'd be constantly pointing. Yeah, but I just... they just have to raise their arm or the, whatever well, they're... <laughs> is it point or... <laughs> this way. <laughs> the hand is fully out. It's a four-finger point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally trying to point right now without bending my fingers. But they're still bending. I know. They've got to stay like that, haven't they? Fully extended. This one. Hmm. Antonio. Did he, I was about to say, did he try and tug at the tube? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I recollect. Antonio also flat out said that they had tight asses. That's a genuine quote. <laughs> he uh hmm does he know that by sight or feel <laughs> <laughs> a bit of both and he didn't try to tug at their hoses <laughs> that's what she said this, this is just too weird at the moment yeah it's only gonna get weirder carry on there were no pockets on the trousers 
those three things on their head. <laughs> I'm calling it them? now. That's their space dicks. <laughs> Did... <laughs> I don't know that he wore them, no. How do you he know there was no pockets? <laughs> like I said, the detail in this one is phenomenal. It's far more than I've got time to cover. Antonio said that once inside the spaceship, he was stripped of his clothing and lubed up. They covered him in a gel-like substance. He was then taken to a room through a door surrounded by red symbols. Antonio then had his blood taken Via his chin. Ooh. <laughs> that, that was pretty much my reaction when I read it. A needle in the chin to draw blood. Oh. Yeah. That would be uncomfortable. Why, why would you take blood from the chin? Why? Um, covered in a gel-like substance. Yeah. Do you reckon it's quite similar to when women go and get a pregnancy scan and they have that gel covered on them before... To assist with the ultrasound. Yeah. Do you reckon it's similar to that? Interesting idea. So they can Could see... Be. so they proper ins- examine him. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's a good idea. It's not what I came up with, as you'll find out later. But... I'm pretty sure that's not what you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just from the chin. It seems such a strange place. How big is his chin? <laughs> Unless he had one massive bum chin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did he have one? <laughs> Like how doctors here stick ah. needles in people's asses. <laughs> they think the bum is on the chin, so they stick it in the chin. Which the bum backs is up, on the chin. Backs the up bum my... is on the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's common practice there, though. <laughs> Only their asses. <clears throat> so for these aliens, the asses on the chin and their dicks is on their heads. Their heads are basically their reproductive organs. Mind-boggling. Very. How big must that needle be? Because... Can you imagine walking into the doctor's <laughs> He just sticks a needle in your chin It's vicious After the blood was taken Antonio was taken to another room And left alone for what he believes Was about 30 minutes A gas was pumped into the room And Antonio Began violently vomiting Everywhere Ooh. He did not like that gas Certainly didn't do you reckon it was the smell of the gas or... Um, Possibly. Literally just... I wouldn't say what the gas was intended to do, but the chemicals of the gas that caused that. Yeah. Unless they didn't take blood out, they stuck something in his chin. <laughs> Slash ass. Mm. They might have uh, thought it funny to fart and pump the gas into the room. <laughs> Doing an experiment where they just fart in him. And that's what presence. caused him to vomit. <laughs> Space farts are the worst. After the 30 minutes, Antonio was joined in the room by another humanoid. Antonio described this one as very attractive. Oh, and naked. No pockets on the oh, trousers for this one. He. Do we have more of a description of this humanoid? Yeah. This humanoid was about five feet in height with a pointy chin and blue eyes, similar to that of a cat. She had long white hair on her head. Her pubes were bright red. <laughs> Carpet doesn't match your curtains. Is that the sort of description you were looking for? It's not. But <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, it's not the only taken. <laughs> Does he mention if she was able to move her fingers? Mm, 
exactly? Because if she is, then is she the leader? Because we've had it in cases before where people use oh, machines or machines robots. Or, yeah, to... and we've also had different species rocking around together, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Like the Jiminy Cricket pervert and the little hairy guys. So maybe those three were the ones to commandeer him. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but from what I understand, these folks were all the same species. The oh, other okay. ones just had their suits on, whereas this one was naked, naked, naked. Did she have? Oh, yeah, she had a big red chin, red pubes, yeah. Pubes are red. Big chin. And red pubes, yeah. Dick on her head? <laughs> <laughs> no dick on the head for this one, see? Same shape head? Yep. Mm, okay. Antonio said that he was uncontrollably attracted to this female humanoid. So they banged. Antonio said that during their hot sex, the female did not kiss him, but occasionally nipped at his chin. So I'm saying it was either because he had vomited minutes earlier, so she didn't want to kiss, or that she thought that she was tonguing his bumhole. <laughs> As an expert on this subject matter, what do you think, Mooney? <laughs> Nipping the chin. Yeah. It's done quite often. <laughs> I couldn't tell you about the rest. It's a sign of perfection. Is it? I was about to suggest that maybe they injected catnip into his chin. That's what had her nipping at it. She had cat eyes. <laughs> cat people! <laughs> wow! Ooh. Uh, did she speak to him? Or no. Is it literally she just walked over and. And he was hard and. Banged him. That was it, yep. Boom. Nipped his chin. But how... Okay, nipped his chin. Yeah. Is in... With her mouth or... With her mouth, Fingers. Mouth. Uh, Okay. Strange. Yeah, so they take blood from (laughs) the the chin. (laughs) Take blood from the chin. During sex, they nibble at the chin or nip the chin. So odd. Mm Mm-hmm. Once it was all over, the female smiled at Antonio, got up, then rubbed her belly and gestured upwards. Antonio believed that this meant that she was pregnant and that she was going to raise his child in space. How? Right. She rubbed her belly and gestured up. Yep. Maybe she was just communicating that she was hungry and she was going to get something to eat. (laughs) Are you hungry? Do you want to come and get something to eat as well? And he's missed out on the best meal of his life. He's just banged. (laughs) You must be hungry. Let's go eat. And he's like, no... She means she's pregnant. How could pregnant that quick? <laughs> Alien species, who knows? So interbreeding. Mm-hmm. Mm. We've heard of that before. We have. And it always but... turns out to be true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this Antonio is a weird one. <laughs> Antonio said that the female seemed relieved that her task was over, which pissed him off. (laughs) Not because he was shit in bed, but because he felt like he had been nothing more than a stud to the aliens. I'm sorry, but you've just been kidnapped and possibly date-raped. Why are you not pissed off at that? Yeah. He's pissed off he's just been used for sex. Yeah. Yeah. EP. (laughs) (laughs) He's an emotional pussy. (laughs) 
I don't. So what was he expecting? Was he expecting flowers? Yeah. <laughs> to be her boyfriend after that? I simply like, don't know. For her to go and live with him on the farm? For him to go and live with them in space? Like, what the hell? Hmm, why does that never happen, actually? And why does never one ever get, no one ever get taken away with the aliens? Uh, I think you'll find they have. But they come back. Okay. Why don't they just go live with the aliens forever? Okay. What? <laughs> Counted my fucking argument straight away. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they come back. Fuck. <laughs> the humanoids returned Antonio's clothes to him and then took him on a tour of the ship. During the tour. <laughs> it must have been just <laughs> like that. <laughs> He's like trying to say, here's the door. <laughs> During the tour, Antonio attempted to steal a clock-like device to prove what had happened, but he said that the humanoids caught him and took it back. Antonio was then escorted off the ship and stood in the fields watching as it took off. When Antonio returned home, he discovered that four hours had passed. So as aliens, right? <laughs> The whole time I was going through that section, I just had the image of these dog people barking on a tour. Imagine you're going like on a guided tour of a museum or something, yep. and someone's just barking at you. You're looking at the most beautiful painting ever. And the tour guide's just like... They're trying to explain like the whole reason the picture came about, the whole history of it, yeah. and all you can hear is... Uh. <laughs> Dog aliens. Do you yeah. reckon they uh, were related to Ricardo? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. No, I mean either. So, do you reckon they could sense that he was annoyed that he'd only been used for sex, so they gave him a tour? To try and cheer him up. Yeah. Because they cared. <laughs> Alien tours. Get banged. Get a tour. Get dropped off home. Get banged. See the world. Mm. So, did anyone... I know we haven't really got there yet. I was going to say, did anyone notice he was missing off the farm for four hours? No, because he was just working through the night. Wasn't working with his brother? His brother didn't want to No, he was by himself that night. Okay. Call him bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken you a while. Following the event... Antonio suffered with nausea, weakness, headaches, and lesions on his skin. So after some time, he contacted a journalist named Jose Martins, who had been advertising for people with experience of UFOs to contact him. So he didn't contact a doctor first. He goes (laughs) straight to a journalist. Right, you're thinking bullshit, right? Well, get this. Martins contacted Dr... Alavo Fonte. Why did it take Martin to contact a doctor? Because <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Antonio was a farmer. Dumb so- one at that. <laughs> Contacting a fucking journalist before a doctor. Uh, Dr. Fontes of the National School of Medicine of Brazil. Fonte analysed Antonio and discovered that Antonio had indeed been exposed to a large amount of radiation and was now suffering from radiation sickness. 
this is a farmer in the 50s. He had no way to come into contact with radiation. Hmm. Was there... Well, I wouldn't say a junkyard. Was there like a radiation dump nearby? Like a river someone had been... Not that I could find. toxic things no. into. No. The lesions went on appearing for months and were discharging a yellow liquid. That is not what you want to be discharging. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Antonio was subject to many physical and psychological tests. They actually found the needle marks on this bastard's chin. <laughs> Antonio was described as reluctant to tell his story, and he passed every test that he was made to take. For all intents and purposes, this appeared to have happened. So, whoa, 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 whoa. so he didn't want to tell people what happened. He had had an experience that he was uncomfortable with, and he thought that someone could help. But I'm not going to tell you what happened to me. Just can you help? Is that what it he, was? He told people what happened, but and he wasn't, like, brazen about it. Oh, okay. Oh, reluctant. Mm. Yeah, not refusing. And he passed every test he was made to make. Yeah. And what tests were they? Like, psychological why, tests. Why you... Abducted by aliens? Yes. <laughs> tick. <laughs> Did you bang an alien? Yes. Tick. Did she have red pubes? Is this bullshit? No. no. Tick. Do you understand Sorry. this phrase? <laughs> and we calmly walked across the beach and saw the dolphins making love to humans. Tick. <laughs> Antonio was able to recollect every detail of his abduction without the need for hypnosis. Oh, well, if you made it up in your fucking head, of course you can. Yep, that, literally just that, is what makes me suspicious. Antonio went into so much detail that I couldn't include it all here. Antonio had been able to memorise the red symbols around the door to the room he was taken into and reproduce these symbols for investigators. He even described the thickness of the soles of their shoes. How would he even know that? I'm looking at you right now and I have no idea how thick your shoes are. Is he... Um... Oh, what's it called when you have... You can see something and then literally remember everything about it. Oh, the term for, like, photographic memory. Photographic memory. (laughs) 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 Just blanked. Does he have that? Mm. Or... Can he just make up bullshit on the spot and get people to believe it? I will cover that a little bit more momentarily. So, looking to science. This abduction occurred in 1957, years before famous abductions took off, and so in some senses it was the first. Or was it? Looking to history, a researcher named Peter Rogerson documented that several months before Antonio shared his story, a similar story was printed in O Cruzeiro in November 1957. Meanwhile, there were similarities with the now famous George Adamski story. (laughs) Adamski, remember, was giving lectures by the late 40s on UFOs and published books, I believe, in 1953 and 1955 about his experiences. So firstly... This could be made up following the influence of others. Is he an Adamski follower? No, he's not. But he could have become aware of Adamski. 
I mean, in terms of didn't go to America to follow him, but brought all his books, read everything that he uh, put out. Yeah, not. I couldn't say one way or the other. I'm not aware that he was, but I don't have access to his personal library. Okay. Still getting my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out Antonio was not the first man to claim alien abduction. But his story was among the first on the planet to gain widespread attention. Was this... Bef- this was after Adamski, right? Yeah, yeah. So did Adamski's not gain... I said among oh, the among first. Oh, among the first. Yeah. Adamski was giving lectures and whatnot in the late 40s, then he published some books in the 50s, but I think it was later in the 50s that he started becoming renowned. But even so, like I say... He, this was among the first. I'm not saying it was the first. At the time, people believed that a simple peasant farmer could not have the capacity to come up with such a detailed and creative story. Of course he could. But let me remind you, this family had many fields and farm machinery. They were anything but peasants. Then later in life, Antonio passed all his studies and became a lawyer. He went on to marry and have four human children. <laughs> Antonio stuck to his story throughout his life, and people then said that he was a lawyer, an upstanding citizen. There was no way he could lie about this. So basically, people wanted to believe him, whatever. Do you trust all lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be fair to say this one was imagined, or that had Antonio had lost a few marbles. Uh, lawyers are a hard one, because... It's just a job to them. Yeah. So whatever they do out or in work doesn't necessarily inform who they are outside, outside of work. Of it. And it always boggles me. Like, if you ever go to court, lawyers will absolutely hammer each other. Then as soon as court is over, they'll yeah, literally mates. start laughing and joking. They'll go and have a drink together and stuff. It's bonkers. Well, if you think of it in terms of Tyson versus Tyson on fight night, <laughs> <laughs> we beat the shit out of each other. And I hate you every time I fucking play against you. And just want to hit you with that one clean punch to knock you out. (laughs) But then we just laugh about it after. Maybe it's their form of fight night. Did he make any money off this story? Not exactly that I could find, no. Because I'm wondering if the money from the story put him through Through law school. (laughs) And that was the whole point of it. And then he couldn't turn around and say he was lying afterwards now that he's a lawyer because he's not going to get any work. Mm. So he's going to have to keep that story throughout the rest of his life. I've got nothing to back up that theory, but it is a good theory. I know it is. Because it's a logical theory. But then, how do you explain that radiation poisoning? I don't know. Maybe he was dicking a pig. (laughs) (laughs) Why would that give you radiation poisoning? A mutant pig. Maybe he took a... He went skinny dipping in a river and it just happened to have had toxic. Hmm. Not. So yeah, I this one really confused me as to how he got radiation poisoning and his family didn't. I couldn't find if any chemicals from like the farming could have made him hallucinate. But even so, how did the bastard get it? What if it wasn't actually radiation poisoning? But at the time it mirrored mm. radiation poisoning. Yeah. So they just assumed it was. Yeah, and he gave himself the lesions. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to do that. Yeah. But maybe it was just a, like I said, it was an effect from a chemical that just happened to mirror Yeah, yeah. most of okay. the effects from radiation poisoning. So you're going farm chemicals at this point. Mm-hmm. 
like a high of his own supply. <laughs> Elements of the abduction can be explained with science too, you know. The gas pumped into the room has been speculated to be air to allow the female alien to breathe without her helmet. And the lube? The scientists and researchers thought may actually be some kind of disinfectant, a germicide to enable sexual contact. Alien lube. I was about to say he puked when the gas got pumped in. I suppose if it's just pure oxygen blasted into the room. But was he breathing in that? He didn't have a helmet on or anything. No, but he already had his air in there. Maybe they added some other chemicals to allow her to breathe too. Yeah, it could be. That's basically it. There we are. Antonio was abducted once and remembered it in great detail. After being taken, Antonio had blood taken from his chin. Antonio was then lubed up before doinking an alien. The alien possibly became instantly pregnant. Antonio gained radiation poisoning and had marks on his body, including the needle marks in his chin. But there is no other proof. During the banging, the alien nibbled at Antonio's chin which they may have thought was Antonio's ass. Antonio was a bright spark who went on to become a lawyer, and Antonio always stood by his original story. Oh, and the alien had bright red pubes. Time to make an assessment. This is bright red bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) The, maybe he injected himself or drew blood out of his own chin for the story. He's gone far there, hasn't he? I suppose if you're just sticking a needle there and drawing blood, if you're a farmer, you're probably used to injecting needles into animals. Mm, so yeah. it's not really going to be much for you to turn and just inject a needle in your chin and draw some blood out. I've never worked on a farm, so I don't know if you do have to inject animals, but you'd be experienced in a lot of different manual labours, I guess, wouldn't you? So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a huge stretch to imagine someone poking their chin, is it? Nope. He wouldn't have even had to inject himself if he'd just got a pointy knife and gone boop, boop. Yeah. To try and get his way through school. <laughs> Give me some money! I think this is just, like you said, it, or not like you said, but with the radiation poisoning, I think it was just a reaction from another chemical. He's either made this whole story up or... He's hallucinated it, and in thinking that they injected something into his shin, he's got a needle and tried to pull it out. I don't know. So, are you saying that he's made it up, or are you saying that he's hallucinated it after getting sickness from farm chemicals? I think it's a bit of both. (laughs) Okay. Is there there any evidence of him doing drugs or anything? None at all, no. I was going to say maybe he injected himself with something beforehand and took a turn. <laughs> maybe he thought he could get superpowers. He's been reading too many of the new Marvel books or whatever was out. We've got about 12 theories going on here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me sum this up. This is not aliens. Are you saying that it was aliens? <laughs> I'm saying it was not aliens. Okay, what are you saying? It's not aliens. Yeah, I appreciate that. I just want to know whether you think (laughs) that he made it up or whether he experienced illness. I think he made it up. Fair news. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that it was aliens either. It wasn't a difficult one to conclude on, but it was a 
tough one to explain some of the evidence. Antonio did seem a credible man, but the level of detail was bonkers in this one, beyond what you'd expect even a genius to recall. I think with alien sex ones they are always so outlandish that your initial reaction is to call bullshit, but then there's the radiation poisoning and chin marks. I guess what I'd like to have seen were further examinations, like did they check for alien STDs, or scan the fields for evidence, probe Antonio, give us enough to erase any uncertainty. Until they do, I struggle to get on board. I agree with you there. I'd definitely like to see the types of tests that they've done on him. Just saying that he passed every check that they made. We don't know what their checks were. Did they put him on a polygraph? We know that they're not 100%. You can... Or they can connect, but you can fool a polygraph. It's just a stress measurement. So if you're cool, calm and collected, you're passing that. Or you can even just put pressure on to pass them, can't you? Just force the results, because they obviously measure the pressure that you're pushing on and your perspiration levels. So if you just strain uh, yeah. your hands and push continually, oh, yeah, you mm. can force it. Can force out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks... Thank you so, so much for tuning in to But It Was Aliens. As always, we will be back next Thursday. If you've enjoyed what we do and would like to help us out to continue the show, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be glorious. We are so thankful for all the positivity receiving being received by us. (laughs) We receive. (laughs) And we really are putting a lot of time and effort into this to find new ways to grow and bring you more content. What would you do for a five-star review? What would you do for a review? <laughs> I wouldn't do this. But when you said that, the first thing that came to my head was lick your chin. Because <laughs> I was thinking of the chin thing. <laughs> what would you do? I would, not, I would not allow that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'd do until I was asked but so put some requests in and see what Granville will do for a five star review (laughs) if you'd like to probe us kick Kevin the nuts no no I wouldn't probably things that aren't involving pain to me would I kick a football in Kev nut Kev nut (laughs) Kev nut at Kev nuts Kev (laughs) nut would I kick a football at Kev's nuts not on purpose but I have done about five times already (laughs) He seems to have a magnet in there for footballs. <laughs> if you'd like to probe us, you can find us on the gram at Bud It Was Aliens take Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he would. You can find us on the Twitter. He didn't. On the Twitter! <laughs> that threw me. At but It Was Aliens. We appreciate all the feedback we get. And some of the show suggestions <laughs> have been really interesting. <laughs> We're currently looking into whether we can probe a few of your suggestions, so watch this space. I've been your host, Kevin the Grey. That's him saying that he still is Granville Moonwalker. Until next time, do you have a bum chin? Maybe there's more to it than you think. The truth is up there. Hash tag. Probe. Probe.